Hello, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world. This is another episode with your host, David J. Harris Jr. And uh, it's a pleasure to be back with all of you in my studio here in Texas. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in from wherever you are, from Facebook. Thank you. Please share this right now. They're being nice to me still. I'm just thankful every for every day that they're nice to me. And it goes a long way when you hit the share button. So please do that. Twitter, please retweet. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much for my faithful subscribers over there on YouTube and to my podcast audience that gets all of my daily news plus my amazing one-on-one interviews. Thank you so, so much for subscribing to the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast. I, podcast, I found out today that out of 600,000 plus podcasts, my podcast is ranked number 91. For those of you that like uh, the meaning of numbers, what came to my mind was Psalms 91. I'll let you go look that up for yourselves. But thank you for subscribing. If you're not already subscribed to my podcast, please, after this show, please go subscribe to the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Check out my shows, check out my interviews, and then please share it with 10, 15 friends. Help me spread the word while I try to bring you the the true non-liberal leftist biased news and a lot of news that you don't see on your mainstream shows either. So... It's a pleasure to be back in my studio, and I uh, was going to come to you guys live yesterday, and then I discovered that there was literally a Black Lives Matter march, a protest uh, in in honor of uh, George Floyd that was literally less than a mile from my house, so I had to take to the streets. I had to get out there. It was peaceful. It wound up continually being peaceful, although it was very interesting to me, for those of you that saw that, um, the last half of the rally, the march, was being led by somebody to me that looked like he was Antifa. They they kind of have a look to him. They're dressed in all black. He had a black cap on, sunglasses on, a face mask, and most of the time would talk with his mouth mouth covered to make sure that his face was not uncovered. Uh, just like the individuals in the videos I'm going to show you where I truly believe that any amount of justice whatsoever that people feel and want for George Floyd, which we, we must let the justice system do its work, I truly believe that we will see justice. I'm hoping that, uh, well, I've heard some um, I've heard some conflicting uh, testimony evidence as far as the other three officers. I-, I firmly believe they all should be charged. None of them spoke up enough to keep George alive, and that is where the fault lies. That's where the issue lies. So I'm going to do a podcast solely for my podcast audience talking about what took place yesterday at the march. There was a lot of things that happened behind the scenes that weren't in the videos that I did show on mostly Facebook, uh, but and it's also my take on what these matter, these marches and what Black Lives Matter, uh, what these movements, these supposed movements uh, are all about and, and how I see that they're literally being hijacked. So we've got uh, Minnesota, New York officials say evidence shows weekend riots were planned. Chicago is actually demanding a federal investigation into the organized violence. Officials in Minnesota, New York State, and Chicago want a federal investigation into the riots that occurred in their cities and states. Officials believe that they have evidence, some of which is circumstantial, that the riots were organized and planned. I absolutely believe that they were. In Chicago, Mary Mary Lori Lightfoot, which has enough issues of her own, if you heard the woman talk. Let me just hop to this really quick. Mary Lori Lightfoot. She's the woman that basically said, if you congregate, if you hang out in parties, if we see you in the backyard, we're going to come arrest you and throw you in jail. Meanwhile, they are literally letting criminals out of jail. Now their cities are being ravaged, uh, which I don't condone in the slightest. But what happened to the coronavirus? 
What happened to all this fear over the pandemic and pandemic over groups of people being together? Yet we don't seem to hear about that any longer. Lori Lightfoot said she's working with federal agencies to assess what went down. Lightfoot said there is no doubt that this was an organized effort last night. Lightfoot said in the weekend press conference referring to Friday's unrest, there were clearly efforts to subvert the peaceful process and make it into something violent. You don't say, really. You uh, you came up with that all by yourself. Great job, Lori. There's no question that both the people who were fighting and brought the weapons that was, abs- that was absolutely organized and choreographed. It seems also clear that the fires that were set, both of the vehicles and the buildings, that that was organized and that was opportunistic as well as the looting. What we've got right now are people that are emotional, which I understand. I was extremely emotional. I shared a video that I, I took down because I did not want the emotion that I exerted over the video that I witnessed where George Floyd was murdered. I, didn't, I did not want that to incite anybody to think that uh, violence in any means, way, way, shape, or form was okay. So I personally pulled that down for those of you that wondered what happened to that video that, that had 11 million views on it here on Facebook. I pulled it down because I did not want it to be misconstrued. That was my raw emotion over what I witnessed. So I understand the emotion that people have. I absolutely understand the emotion that people have over what we all witnessed with George. But the, the main cop has been arrested. He's being charged with murder. And now that it has come out that uh, it was not the intoxins in his body, apparently, or his heart condition that caused his death. It was uh, asphyxiation. It was from that knee of Derek Chauvin, uh, the former police that's absolutely a disgrace to the uniform in any anywhere, period. It's just scum. It, it was his excessive force that led to the death of, uh, of George Floyd. So... We must wait and let the uh, Justice Department, the justice system do its job. It's what it's there for. But let's get back to these intentional, uh, what's intentionally taking place for all Americans. Today's supposed to be a blackout day. We're, I, I've, seen, I've seen people that I never would have thought would have put something black on their social media page. It's supposed to be an honoring Black Lives Matter Really? It's supposed to be diving into and, 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 and discovering more, researching more about what Black Lives Matter is all about? I shared a video earlier of a woman that was in D.C. that was shredding the narrative that there needs to be a Black Lives Matter or, more specifically, that they seem to just pop up after a white person, cop anybody, kills somebody black. What about the nonstop black-on-black violence? This is not to discredit George Floyd, but this is to direct the passion of individuals that want to get up and speak out and march over the murder of one person, what about the murder of hundreds of thousands that happen every single year in mostly minority communities, mostly Democrat-controlled cities and states? What about the uprising for that? Where is that uprising at? Where, is the, where are those marches at? I don't see or hear, or I can't remember, I can't recall because it didn't happen. Marches taking place in these inner cities where blacks are murdering themselves by the dozens even every day. But let's go back. Let's go back to those that are hijacking this movement, taking the emotion that so many people feel over what we witnessed with George and directing the ship on their own. I witnessed it myself yesterday. I'm going to share a podcast. You're not going to want to miss it. Make sure you're subscribed to the David J. Harris Jr. podcast. I'm going to talk about and expose what I saw going on and who was leading the ship 
after the peaceful protest had ended. Here we've got Antifa, Antifa specifically being called out by black individuals for being the ones to that were creating the chaos and the destruction. That's what we got. Who's destroying these buildings? These white dudes, and we're stopping them. We're not letting this happen. We're not letting this happen. People like this, there were six other white dudes. They're trying to break down this building. They're setting these fires. This is them. Nah, nah, come on, bro. You better stop real quick. Pull your mask down. Pull it down. All the way. Or I'll pull it down for you. Say you did it. Say it. Don't try to look cool. I didn't do nothing. Look at me and tell me you're not trying to look cool. Okay, apologize. Apologize for making black people look bad. Say it or I'll make you say it. I'm not trying to make black people look bad. Say I'm sorry for making black people look bad. You better say it. I swear to God, Lord have mercy on my soul. Say it. Say you're sorry for making black people look bad. Say it. I'm sorry for making black people look bad. Yeah, you're sorry. Sorry doesn't cut it. You're making all black Americans look bad when they hijack what mostly, what I what I witnessed yesterday were mostly peaceful protesters that do feel that they need to uh, that they need to protest the injustice that takes place. I understand that. But can I tell you that there's a bigger problem when we've got individuals that are hijacking this movement? that are creating the chaos for all Americans. I've got another video to show you that is absolutely, several actually, I've got a jam-packed show for you today. I've got a video to show you that supports why every single American should be thankful that we have a second amendment. And we even got a sheriff declaring that as well. So while it has continued to be exposed, how many of the mainstream media outlets are showing you this? How many are actually talking about the white individuals that are spraying BLM on property, defacing property, destroying property, and then labeling it as Black Lives Matter. Friends, we cannot forget. Obviously, this is an election year. I truly believe that they are trying to cause racial a racial war in our country right now in order to get as many minorities as possibly so emotionally stirred up that they forget what this president and this current administration has done for the black community, for his, the Hispanic community, for women, the jobs that were created, the booming economy that we had. They're trying to get you to forget all that and just get emotionally stirred up and vote your color, which is absolutely the most disgusting thing that I can think of, the most racist thing that I can think of, yet that is exactly what Democrats would love for all of us in the black community, Hispanic community, minority community to do. That's what they'd love to do. We're the victims and we need the saving grace of the Democrat Party. Absolutely, absolutely wrong. Here's, uh, here's something else that I found pretty disturbing. What in the world does this mean? Again, white individuals destroying property, but it's what they're painting on these cars that's really disturbing. Absolutely no cause for anything other than destruction. Now, eat the rich? Really? So this really has nothing to do with justice for George Floyd at all, does it? No, this is anti-capitalism, which is anti-American. And this has been a very coordinated attack to try to sway the public, to try to make a point. And literally, it's driving millions of Americans into a place of fear. I cannot tell you how many videos I've seen of individuals that have gone back to their businesses. Some of them are small businesses. That was a Mercedes dealership. 
You know, there's so many, there's thousands of small businesses that if their insurance doesn't specifically cover looting, somebody breaking the front window and looting and destroying the property, there's thousands, probably tens of thousands of small businesses that will not get covered underneath this absolute riotous disgrace of, a, of conduct that these mostly Antifa, and again, mostly liberals, and I've got to say white liberals, I shared where even uh, uh, the gentleman, can't think of his name right now, totally drawn a blank, but he came out and he said that white liberals, and you know what, and I hate point, I hate talking about race, I really do. You know, I'm half black and half white myself, yet nobody's ever looked at me and said, hey, there's a white guy. Half of my heritage, half of my lineage, half of my family is white, but and the other half is black. It's interesting, most of the white side of my family are very much conservative. My black side of my family seems to have an issue with uh, a lot of what I stand for, yet I'm going to stand regardless. But I'll tell you one thing. I don't think, I, I could probably guarantee you there's no conservatives, no conservative-minded people out there rioting, looting, causing mayhem and destruction. That's not how we operate. We operate in the heartbeat and the mindset of, I believe, Dr. Martin Luther King, the greatest civil rights leader this country's ever known. And he led with unity, he led with peace, peaceful demonstrations, and he changed the course of our country. We should all take notice of that, and especially come election time, we should vote for those same conservative values that Dr. Martin Luther King held dear. That is what's gonna get us through this, and that is what's gonna keep our country on the right track. We really must hope that that takes place. There's been a lot of anarchy taking place New York, cops beaten. I didn't even want to show you this one clip where a police officer was ran over by a car. Well, it hit him and he bounced off. Just absolutely disturbing. Run over by cars in night of rioting and arson by, so, by what some Democrats are calling peaceful protesters. The riots in New York City last night was utter chaos. Policemen were beaten, run over by cars. Looters hit luxury shops along Fifth Avenue. But what do you expect of the 26 Cities with the worst rioting, 25 have a Democrat mayor. Really makes you wonder. I wonder if Bill de Blasio's daughter was out helping Antifa again last night. She made her daddy feel so, so proud the night before when she did meet with members of Antifa. Hard to describe how rampant the looting was tonight in Midtown Manhattan and how lawless it was. Complete anarchy, which is what they want. Literally hundreds of stores up and down Broadway, 5th Avenue, 6th Avenue, kids ruling the streets like it was a party. Absolute mayhem, and yes, Mayor Bill de Blasio's daughter was out there. She was arrested, and uh, you've probably seen the clip. He just wanted to say how proud he was of her. Are you kidding me? I, I, if I, I have two daughters that are both in their early 20s. If either one of them was messing around with Antifa, I, I don't care how old they are, I would bring their butts home and I would lock them in the house. I'd say you're not going anywhere. I think a lot of parents need to do that with their kids right now if you can, if you can get to them. That's exactly what we should all be doing. We've got, uh, I actually had in my neighborhood, was leaving my neighborhood and saw two piles of bricks. I immediately stopped. I went and looked at the tag on there. I tried to call the city and right then other individuals in my neighborhood pulled up and asked about the same thing. It went pretty viral on Twitter before I even knew what was happening. I didn't post it. 
And then a neighbor walked out and said, oh, please don't. These are my neighbor's bricks. He's been waiting for these for two years. OSHA dropped them off. So that was nothing. But that's not all that's happening. There's a reason why Americans are absolutely wondering, questioning why bricks, piles of bricks and rocks are showing up in places where there's Black Lives Matter protests or protests are taking place whatsoever. Kansas City police discovers pallets of rocks and bricks near the sites of the rioting. This is a coordinated attack, friends. Kansas City police discovers pallets of rocks and bricks near the sites of the rioting, and the police believe that they were a part of a a pre-planned riot. There does not seem to be any construction going on where the bricks have been found. The Kansas City police tweeted, We have learned of and discovered stashes of bricks and rocks in and around the plaza and Westport to be used during a riot. The riots in Kansas City, like in other major cities across the country, saw violence perpetrated in the name of George Floyd, who had his neck damaged. We know what took place, but it's this is it's it's being hijacked. The officer has been charged with third degree murder. Uh, the uh, the amount of rocks, the bricks. It, this has got to be one of the most disturbing and disgusting all-out assaults on us, the American people. It's on us, friends. This is what they want. This is what the anarchists want, and I haven't heard one iota of a message from Chucky Schumer, from Nancy Pelosi, from Mad Maxine Waters, who for years challenged, berated, and, and charged their constituents, their followers. If you see them somewhere, you tell them they're not welcome here. They have been calling for war for years, and now it's here. I haven't heard one message from any of them denouncing what's going on. They're probably behind the scenes just chuckling at all of it. They're laughing at you. They're laughing at me. They're laughing at the millions of small businesses that were already devastated because of the coronavirus that are now decimated because of the rioting. They just love it. I truly believe they love it because they feel like they're going to, at the in the end, it'll all be Donald Trump's fault. I think the nothing could be further from the truth. I believe more Americans are waking up to the absolute disdain that the left has for America by trying to hate this president, that it's going to lead to an all-out tidal wave tsunami of red votes for conservatives in the House, in the Senate, and definitely for the presidency of the United States. That's what I truly hope happens this year. It's good to hear from a sheriff that has some very wise words for all of us. I got to tell you, when I got back home, one of the first things I did was pull out my guns, make sure they were loaded and make sure they were in places that were easy for me to get to. If you've got them, you better do the same. You probably already have. If you haven't got them, you better go out and get you some. Here's a sheriff with some very wise words for all Americans during this crisis. I have received information on social media that some of the criminals were going to take their criminal conduct into the neighborhoods. I would tell them if you value your life, you probably shouldn't do that in Polk County because the people of Polk County like guns. They have guns. I encourage them to own guns. And they're going to be in their homes tonight with their guns loaded. And if you try to break into their homes to steal, to set fires, I'm highly recommending they blow you back out of the house with their guns. Thank you, Sheriff, for saying exactly what needs to take place. I truly believe that we, the people, we must stand up to these rioters, not just protecting our own homes, 
I've seen in certain neighborhoods where the neighbors have all band together and say, you're not coming into my neighborhood. This video I'm gonna show you in a second is, it is scary. And thank God this guy had his Second Amendment rights right on him to make sure that him and his household stayed safe. It's anarchy out there, people. And it's absolutely disturbing, disgusting. It's just, I can't even believe it. I mean, what, what the heck happened to our country? What the world happened? You know what happened? The liberals in universities and colleges around the country have been preaching hatred of capitalism and everything that is the United States for decades. And all of us parents that have sent our kids to these colleges just hoping they get a good education have been duped. They've been planning and plotting this for decades. I, I really hope I'm talking to some parents that say, you know what? My funding, my money is not going to go to propagandize my child. My, my youngster is not going to go to a university that's going to turn into an individual that hates everything that is America. I absolutely believe the schools are complicit in this. That's, that's what's created this, this absolute overflow of young people that have no respect for the rule of law, that have no respect for other people's boundaries, their businesses, that, because they hate America and they think that this is the answer. They think they can win by violence and by force. And they don't care who gets caught in the wake of that destruction. It truly is something that we better wake up and pay attention to. We have allowed this to happen. I'm not putting the blame on us. I'm saying by allowing these students, our students to go to these universities that are being, that are pushing this liberal leftist propaganda. I don't know, you do the math for yourself. It just, it baffles me how there's so many thousands of young kids all around the country that are sucked into thinking that this is okay. It truly is baffling to me. Well, in Washington, D.C., we had the, uh, the, the guard station that was set on fire. I shared that on my Instagram. D.C. violence ends as Trump brings in the military. Well, that's only part of the story, friends. This video I've got to show you uh, will show that there's, there's still some violence in D.C. Washington, D.C. Mayor... Uh, Muriel Bowser coming off of several nights from abject failure as she turned over the city to Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Last night, she tweeted that President Trump was making it harder for D.C. police to do their job. Really? No, I don't think so. As usual, as usual, the liberal gets sissy slapped by our strong president. It took him just one night to almost completely end the violence. For the first time in a week, the nation's capital was at relative peace for most parts of D.C., I imposed a curfew at 7 p.m., a full 25 minutes before the curfew, and without provocation, the federal police used munitions on peaceful protesters in front of the White House, an act that will make the job of the D.C. police officers more difficult, shameful. In fact, that's false. They weren't peaceful protesters. They were rioters. Here we see a mayor that is basically spitting in the face of the actions of the president of the United States that is trying to keep Americans safe. That's what's wrong with Democrats in office. Hopefully enough Americans understand that, that they change who they vote for. President Trump relieved Bowser of her duties of running the city, and he demonstrated to her what upholding the Constitution looks like. She didn't enjoy the lesson. Far from making the police's job tougher for them, he made it much easier and made Bowser look incompetent in the process. Hopefully Americans understand that's exactly what's taking place. So here is... Uh, this was actually in D.C. I'm not sure if this was the last, last night or the night before, but this is just one more reason why you should be thankful 
that we have a second amendment and you should utilize that second amendment to make sure you can protect yourself. At the very end of this video, it, sh it cuts off, it's short, but you gotta take a look at what he's got in his hand that made these individuals, this swarm of rioters, turn around and leave his home. Someone's home? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, he had a gun. Nobody's gonna walk into a house when they're facing down the barrel of a gun. Oh, no, that is exactly why we have our Second Amendment rights to make sure we can protect ourselves because the police, that phone call. That's a long time away when you've got a swarm of angry, un angry, riotous individuals that are coming to your door. Thank God that man was able to protect himself and protect his home. I'm gonna pause for a minute. I'm gonna talk about my own small business. I'm so thankful. I've had so many of you that have reached out, that have placed orders. I'm gonna cover a video that's gonna cover all of them, but this is what gives me the ability to do what I do and bring you the news that I do every day. And I've had so many questions come in as to what are my supplements? How do they work? Why do I use them? So I'm gonna give you a brief overview right now. Again, this is my wife and I's small company that we started that we took a hit on with COVID. I'm just gonna share with you. I really appreciate all of your support. Uh, my Revive Whole Food Multivitamin Multimineral Supplement is amazing. Everybody over 45 should take this. This replaces about 10 to 12 bottles of other supplements that you normally have to take. Uh, and it dissolves in water. You literally can put this in a cup of water, one tablet in a cup of water, and it would dissolve in 15 minutes. That's the problem with mo most multivitamins is that they don't dissolve. My wife and I literally take these every single day, three of these a day, and it gives you almost everything your body needs except for the, fi the fish oils and the other oils. I take this every single night, detox. Uh, it helps keep my uh, my GI tract moving and fluid. Uh, I have good bowel movements every single day. This you take at night, an hour after your last meal, and uh, you wake up in the morning, you have a good bowel movement. So if you hate being bloated, feeling bloated, this Detox Plus specifically targets your GI tract, your gallbladder, your colon, and your colon, and your liver, and helps make sure that you stay regular. This is my go-to in the morning. I stopped drinking coffee years ago. Interlean for me works. I literally have a bottle of this on my nightstand. I wake up in the morning, I take two of these, and I go, I lay back down actually, and when it kicks in, it's better than a cup of coffee. I have mental clarity and focus for hours. It lasts longer than coffee. I crash off of coffee, so Interlean works for me. One capsule works for most people. Start there, and then you can go on to two. And as you, like, uh, maybe like you, maybe like me, if you have a hard time getting your body to go to sleep at night, Dream works for me. This helps relax my mind, relax my muscles, and get my body ready to go to sleep. With so much going on, sometimes at night, I just can't turn my body off. I can't turn my mind off. Dream helps me do that. I sleep well through the night. I enjoy Mike Lindell's sheets and his pillows as well, but Dream helps me get ready to go to sleep. And then my juice. I'm literally drinking some right now. I drink it every day, the uncorked juice. Uh, it is a combination of five super fruits that are all high, all high in anti-inflammatory benefits anti-inflammatory properties the uh, pomegranate the go the goji berry the uh, uh, the goji berry the uh, 
Makai berry and the pomegranate. Uh, and there's another one in there as well. Goodness gracious, I've got so much. The acai berry and the mangosteen. Uh, this has also had some herbs in it to help increase mental clarity and focus. I don't have to take uh, interlene when I take this. I take them separately. But these five products, I take them every single day. It's my wife and I's small business. You can go to uncorkedliving.com. Great way to support me, support my small business. And it's the ability, it gives me the ability to do what I do, to bring you the research I do, to bring you the news every single day. So go to uncorkedliving.com. I know you'll love whatever you try and use the code David if you want to get an extra discount. So that's my little plug for my wife and I's small business. We do the fulfillment. So you'll even see little handwritten notes on there sometimes from each of us uh, just saying thank you. All right, let's get back into this over here. We've got, uh, we've got American leftists that are losing their mind. How many of you saw the president take that walk over to St. John's uh, Cathedral, the church, uh, absolutely iconic church. Well, liberals are losing their minds. I actually even spoke to a friend of mine that's close with Bishop Harry Jackson. He said that a lot of black Americans had issues. Uh, I didn't realize that there were the dogs barking and the you know the, the guards. I thought it was an amazing show of force that our president uh, chose to show the world that he was willing to walk from the White House, the Rose Garden, literally across the street over to uh, over to the church. Well, American leftists have lost their minds over Trump's walk to the iconic church that rioters set on fire. On Monday, yesterday, President Donald Trump walked over to the historic St. John's Episcopal Church located just steps away from the White House across from Lafayette Park as protests loosely linked to the murder of George Floyd. It's, they were loosely linked because they. I truly don't think they have anything to do with George Floyd, period. They don't. They were raging across the capital and cities around the world. This church has been visited by almost every president since it was erected. See, that's what the radical Marxists do. They destroy the symbolism of culture that is iconic in an effort to change the thinking of the people and to send the message that you have had war declared on your way of life. That's exactly the message that they're trying to bring. Well, the president had a message of his own. Media, Trump haters and Democrats alike immediately claimed that the president had peaceful protesters removed by military force and tear gas so that he could do a photo op standing in front of the church holding his Bible. Forget about the fact that we've got an American president willing to walk over to the church that was just destroyed, almost destroyed by rioters and hold up his Bible. Friends, I truly believe it is a battle of good and evil right now. It is evil that is running rampant in our streets. It is evil that is working through these individuals that hate America. And we've got a president that's willing to stand up with his Bible in front of the church that was desecrated by those same individuals. And I think that message was absolutely powerful for all of us to see. And it gives all the reason why we should absolutely support this president because he truly supports the conservative values that so many of us and our Christian values that so many of us hold dear. The reality is the protesters outside the White House on Monday who were cleared by police prior to Trump's walk and a brief visit to St. John's Episcopal, Episcopal Church were professional agitators. It's exactly what they are. And the fake news media fell for their calculated tactics. So said Senator Marco Rubio. Axios reported the event as president, the president, accompanied by a large group of Trump administration officials, stood at the foot of the boarded up church, made brief remarks, and held up a Bible for a photo. He did not take any questions. What did they expect him to do? Sing Kumbaya? I think there was a powerful message in exactly what he did in front of that church. And I, as a Christian, as somebody that believes and knows 
that God is real. And not only that, but he loves you. He loves each and every one of us. I would not be alive today if it wasn't for the grace and the love of God covering my life. I literally would not be alive today. I wouldn't. So I'm so thankful that we've got a president that's willing to stand up and declare, we will not be afraid. We will not be swayed and pushed around by these rioters that hate our country. We will fight back and we will use every means necessary to help these cities get under control. Even when these Democrat mayors and governors do nothing, sometimes even fan the flames by suggesting that these rioters, these protesters are justified, no. There's never a justified reason for destroying somebody else's property or damaging their life, damaging their health, damaging their business. There's no justification for it whatsoever. I'm thankful. Can you imagine right now, just if you will, can you imagine for, for a minute, if you will, if Hillary was in office right now, it would probably be martial law. It'd probably be a complete lockdown. It would probably be a takeover of everything and it would implement and bring in complete socialism. That's what would happen. They probably had it set up a long time ago just to, just to do that. The coronavirus was probably, it's a rabbit trail. It's probably a precursor. If the deep state is really as, as, as calculated as I believe they are, which I believe they're very calculated, it, it doesn't take a big stretch and jump of the imagination to say, you know what, let's keep everybody cooped up Let's make sure they can't go anywhere. They've got a bunch of pent up energy. And then let's start destroying businesses with these rules and laws and lockdown orders that take place in counties around the country where there haven't really even been any cases. Let's just shut these businesses down and then let's start some riots. That's a rabbit trail. Take it for what it is. But I guarantee you, I for one am very, very thankful that Hillary Clinton is not in office and we don't need a Democrat in office during any type of situation like this because I truly believe it would just lead us all right into socialism. And thank God our President Donald Trump has declared the United States of America will never be a socialist country. Thank you. And thank God that we've got a president that holds up to our values, to loving America and to putting us first. I truly am thankful for that. So here we've got... Minnesota medical examiners report rules George Floyd's death a homicide. The Minneapolis medical examiner overseeing the case of the death of George Floyd has ruled it a homicide in a report released yesterday. The report was long anticipated and now the findings are revealed. Cause of death, cardiopulmonary arrest, complicating law enforcement, subdual restraint and neck compression. That means the officers are in a heap of crap literally and all of them should be charged manner of death homicide how the injury occurred uh descendant uh, uh de decedent can't even talk goodness gracious decedent experienced a cardiopulmonary arrest while being restrained by law enforcement officers the report said the report added that while performing the autopsy on the 46 year old black man they additionally found other significant conditions you know what I don't care what other significant conditions he had. None of those would have played a factor if that cop had not had his knee on his neck for eight minutes. And I know there's a lot of other conspiracy theories. I've, so many people are sending me videos. They, they look like they were cops, not EMT workers that were picking him up. Did they really check his pulse? It didn't look like they did. Uh, they were wearing bulletproof vests. Since when do EMT uh, wear bulletproof vests? Uh, there were no riots yet. 
Was there a cause for uh, police officers to show up and be the ones to pick up uh, George Floyd? They sure didn't look like EMT workers to me. They looked like other police. There's a whole lot of questions that people have. It really makes you wonder exactly what is going on. And I'll, I'll leave the rabbit trails to everybody else that's got rabbit trails. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I've got a couple more videos. This is, these are the things that I wish we'd see more of on the mainstream media. You know, I always look for a silver lining in everything. And I believe there's a silver lining in this. I believe that what the enemy has been using for destruction and the ultimate demise of our country will be flipped on its head and will bring about more unity, greater unity than ever before in our country. And it's instances like this right here with this young black man that is giving some officers hugs and then has some words. Listen to what he says in the end. And then I've got one more video that's going to support this as well. It's not even like that. It's not even like that. It's, it's about staying neutral. That's what's important. That's what's important. So I'm gonna put the message. Nigga, these motherfuckers not staying. Goddamn. What's that? He killed somebody. Did he kill somebody? Nigga, that fucking squad did that shit. Find it out, my motherfucking family. I see them as human beings, just like I see everybody on, on this side as human beings. We're all human. This uniform doesn't make them a robot. Just like your uniform, your skin color doesn't make you a criminal. I love seeing young, intelligent black men that make sense. For that matter, I love seeing anybody with intelligence that makes sense and knows how to explain exactly why he feels the way that he does and why he believes what he believes. I truly believe that this is going to turn about more unity and more, more disregard for the left, the liberal left that's been dry, trying to drive a wedge in our country than ever before. I believe it's going to wake up more Americans to what we really all should be holding dear more than ever before. And then this video right here absolutely brought tears to my eyes. Friends, we're all humans. We're all a part of the same race, the human race. And as Americans, our privilege is that we're in this country. There's no white privilege. There's no black privilege, even though some feel like they're justified in the way they talk to white people over the supposed white privilege. There's American privilege. We should all feel privileged to be in this country, but we cannot forget that we're all members of the same race. And I truly believe unity is going to break forth out of this like never before. Here's one example. Wow, we need more of that. There's no color there. There's just love. There's respect. That officer was obviously consoling that young black man that was very emotional over what's taking place. How I wish this will spread like wildfire around our country. And I truly believe that it will because of us, because of individuals like you that will choose to love, that will choose to show respect and will choose to teach our children to do the exact same thing. I think that there's going to be good that comes out of these 
riots that were intended for nothing but division and destruction of our country. And I believe that we will be the bearers and champions of that unity and of that love. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please go to uncorkedliving.com. Help support my small small business for me and my wife. It helps me do what I do. Uncorkedliving.com. Please share this. And I will see you all back here tomorrow for more amazing, no-nonsense news. God bless you. Have a great rest of your night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.